This is Charlie Rose. We begin this evening with the Supreme Court. The court decided today to hear a challenge to President Obama's health care reform law. Among the plaintiffs are 26 states and a group of Republican governors and attorneys general. The main provision being challenged is the mandate that requires individuals to buy health insurance or face a penalty. A decision is expected in June 2012 in the midst of the presidential campaign. This could be one of the court's most high-profile decisions since Bush versus Gore and define the legacy of the Roberts Court. Joining me now from the Kennedy School at Harvard University is Lawrence Tribe. He is a professor at Harvard Law School. I'm pleased to have him on this program. Welcome. Pleased to be here, Charlie. Tell me what the significance of this is. Well, I think everyone understood that the United States Supreme Court would be the last stop in the challenges to this law, and it's no surprise that the court agreed to hear the case. What is especially interesting is that the court set five and a half hours of argument, which is a record in modern history. There was a four-hour argument on McCain-Feingold back in 2003, but really as a symbol of how complicated and interconnected the issues are, the court decided that its March argument would be subdivided with two hours spent on the issue you mentioned, that is the basic question of whether Congress has the power uh, to require people either to be insured uh, or to pay a tax surcharge because of the costs that they're being uninsured are likely to impose on others. That issue about the reach of Congress's power is going to occupy two hours of argument. Uh, then there's another issue that's going to occupy an hour and a half of argument, and that is a question that the court won't really need to decide unless it invalidates this mandate. That is the question of what happens to the rest of the law if the individual mandate falls. Uh, a lot of people argue that this can be pulled out like a little thread and the rest of the law would stand. Uh, other people think the whole law would collapse. There's a middle position that says that if the mandate to buy insurance is eliminated, then the provisions of the law that prohibit insurance companies from discriminating against people with pre-existing conditions and charging insurance rates based on their medical history, uh, that that would fall. But other parts of the law, the insurance exchanges, the expansion of Medicaid, the provision of tax credits uh, to lower income people, that those would still stand. So that whole issue is going to take up 90 minutes. There's a third question.